0: Welcome to The Spirit of Healing, the podcast that explores the profound connections between mind, body and spirit in the world of holistic health. I'm your host, Lisa Powers, and I'm here to guide you on a transformative journey to balance and wellness. So join us as we dive deep into ancient healing traditions, modern holistic practices, and the power of conscious living. Discover practical insights, expert wisdom, and inspiring stories to empower your own path to well being. So get ready to unlock your inner healer. Because here, we believe that true wellness is found within. So subscribe now. And let's embark on this journey together. So today, I thought we could talk about how to start your own holistic healing practice. The nuts and bolts uh, we will keep it simple, but I also wanna give you enough um, information that you can dig in a little bit more as you're getting started. And one thing I wanted to preempt this with was um, you're needed, your gifts are needed now more than ever. Uh, it's, it's clear to me, and I'm sure you're finding that as well, that there's a huge gap in our healthcare system and uh, we need holistic health practitioners to fill that so that people are um, focusing on preventative medicine, but they're also focusing on uh, the more ethereal aspects of wellness and balance, because we know when there is an energetic imbalance that inevitably leads to a physical imbalance. And, and we need to fill this, this gaping hole um, where people are left, astray, um, feeling that like there's something wrong, but then they go the traditional route, and they're told it's all in their head. Um, And so we need to, we need to help people. So you are needed, there is a demand for holistic health practitioners. So um, I wanted to just go over some really simple ways you can get started. Um, whether it's as a side business, you know, you keep your nine to five, and you help people nights, weekends, or, you know, on occasionally, um, there's that or you could dive in, you know, eventually over time, when you have your financial goals set, um, and met, then you can maybe cut down to part time and do part time, uh, um, a traditional job, and then your uh, practitioner work part-time and then eventually you could move into a full-time practitioner, um, lifestyle, which is amazing. There are so many perks living that kind of lifestyle not only, um, in the, just the, because you're helping so many more people, but also because you can uh, fill your own cup. So, all right, we're going to go over seven steps today. So if you are feeling called to share your gifts, um, you can do it. Like I said, it just requires a little bit of planning, um, some strategy. And fortunately, um, strategic planning is one of my strengths. um, And I am futuristic is another one of my strengths, if you're a fan of the Clifton strengths. So I'm always looking ahead and I love the saying um, by Stephen Covey, begin with the end in mind. And so anytime I embark on something, I'm always thinking five years ahead, 10 years ahead. um, And, Um, You know, if, if you did, um, if your business did expand and become amazing, what would that look like? So always thinking about the future and um, how you can create something that's sustainable for you and, uh, and helpful for others. So the first thing you're going to want to do is create a vision because you need to get very clear about what you want your business to look like. Chances are we all share a mission, right? And the mission is different from the vision. And so the mission is to help others, right? To um, increase the frequency of mankind to raise consciousness and awareness. And um, it's, it's a noble mission. But what's extremely important is that you're clear on your specific vision on how you will fulfill your mission because perhaps you're an extrovert and you prefer to be around large groups of people um, for most of the day. Well, then maybe a quiet one-on-one setting isn't for you or Zoom sessions are not for you. Maybe you want to be holding group programs, Um, just as an example, or on the flip side, if you're an extreme introvert like I am, um, maybe, you know, uh, Zoom sessions or even... um, uh, taking it a step further and having uh, quiet sessions where you're not even using technology to, to work uh, would be more for you. Or if you are doing one-to-one, maybe you're only wanting to do three sessions a day. Um, or, or do you want to incorporate teaching in, in addition to your one-to-one work? So you really need to get clear. So you want to take some time and ask yourself these questions. What does your typical day look like? Are you starting at 5 a.m.? Are you starting at noon? Are you an evening person? Um yes, I, I have one practitioner friend who is an, a night owl and she refuses to do any teaching or any sessions before 10 a.m. That's just her um her boundary. And so you have to get clear on what your boundaries are and what your ideal looks like. So um, in addition to that typical day from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed, uh, you want to be clear. Are you working part-time full-time? Are you in person? Are you online? Are you doing both? Right. And the other thing you want to get clear on is who are you helping? Who's your ideal client and what issues do you want to help them with? And you might think to yourself, well, I want to help everybody. And that is very common, especially as you're getting started. Well, I just want to help everyone. And that's great, especially if your marketing is um, in in person. If you're just sharing out with the people you come across in your day-to-day life, the people who are meant to work with you will uh, resonate with your energy and they'll come to you. The thing is, if you're uh, marketing online at all through social media, through your website, Um, you do have to have a specific ideal client in mind, and then your messaging speaks to them. Because in the online world, when you speak to everyone or try to speak to everyone, you speak to no one, Uh, because someone will look at your social media or your website and they'll think, oh, that won't work for me because, right? They think they have a special unique reason why you cannot help them. Whereas if your messaging is very specific to them, then it'll resonate and then they'll they'll come to you um, with the openness to try and create some shifts. So when you're thinking about your ideal client, you want to think about who you enjoy working with most and what imbalances um, intrigue you the most. And that could have to do with your past experience right? Um, so perhaps you've already worked through specific imbalances and now you want to help others do that. Um, also any skills or training you have. So perhaps you, um, you know, maybe have more of a psychology background. So you want to focus more on, um, energetic imbalances connected with mental imbalances. These are just examples. Um, the, the list is endless. There are so many different um, sectors of the population that you can work with and specific imbalances. So see where your heart is leading you. And you'll find that that changes over time. Um, I, for example, there was one year where I, I specifically worked palliative care, and it wasn't a uh, intentional... Um, it wasn't intentional on my part, just for whatever reason, I, I would, I attracted one client and then word of mouth and then another and another. And then the next thing I knew my entire practice was palliative care. And then that shifted again. And then we, you know, another year was, um, like oncology, like working with those, um, as a supplement to their cancer treatment. So think about what excites you the most. Okay. And get specific. And then the other thing to think about is where, so we've talked about kind of the the typical day, the who, um, now we're talking about the where, so where are you going to be conducting your sessions? Are you going to create a home office, right? I like a home treatment space, or are you going to rent a a treatment space in a commercial facility? Um, Or are you going to just do virtual sessions? You can make any of those work effectively again it just depends on your um, situation so for example i have two little kids and we homeschool so having a treatment room in the home is no longer an option but i have done that and i've also done um, a shared space i've rented a room and shared it with another practitioner i've also had my own private room um i've done lots of different um treatment, op- t- treatment space options, and they are all viable. It just depends on what your goals and desires are. So the benefits of working say in a, another facility with other practitioners in other modalities is you cross refer. So you'll be working with a client and you might think, Hey, you know, the, the homeopathy would be amazing for them right now. It's time you go see this practitioner and then vice versa. They might refer back out to you. The benefit of working, um, in a like uh, single traditional modality facility, like say you see that often with massage therapists is, um, the marketing is very specific and then sometimes you'll find, you'll get clients through the facility and they'll be, um, recommended to you just based on the large volume of people getting attracted to the massage facility, if that makes sense. Um, and then working from home is amazing because you don't have travel time. Uh, it creates a really uh, cozy atmosphere for clients. Um, and I know when we had um, the past issues over the past couple of years where distancing was required and everything working from home, um, those practitioners were still able to thrive while those working in commercial facilities were more um, regulated. So the other thing is, what modalities and methods will you incorporate? And so um, you can be working with multiple modalities. So maybe you're doing Reiki, and you're doing crystal healing and sound healing and spiritual counseling, or, um, you know, you're having your classes and, and workshops. Um, you could be doing Heliosol, you could be doing, um, you know, like the massage, chiropractic, the, 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 again, the possibilities are limitless. So just think about what methods your heart are co- is calling you to and h- how that looks. So um, are you offering the sessions distinctly one from another? Are you combining any of the modalities? And again, you want to get clear so that when you're in a session and you're like, Oh, it's time for the sound healing, but um, your maybe your client isn't aware, you have to be really clear ahead of time um, so that they know what a session looks like. And so they're prepared. And the energy flows and then another thing you need to think about is how much income do you need to earn to support your lifestyle and this is huge um, because you do not want to be in a scarcity mindset trying to attract clients so if you need to hold on to your nine to five job um, and then um, work in your practice until your practice is big enough that you can afford to leave your nine to five, that's what you need to do because you don't want to um have your income drop and then you being in a place where you start your practice. You always want to feel abundant because when you feel abundant then you're going to attract more abundance. So get really clear how much income do you actually need each month? And maybe it isn't as much as you think. Um, And 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 then you know you can make a plan. Um, So if you need, let's say, you know, $4,000 a month, then how many sessions does that equal? How many clients a month does that equal? And then divide that, how many per week, how many per day, and then that's your goal. And once you reach that amount, then maybe you can uh, create some changes in your life, which is really exciting. So as you're thinking about these things, what your typical day looks like, who your ideal client is where you're going to be conducting your sessions, what modalities and methods you're going to be using and how much income you need. I really want you to take time with this because this is going to ensure that in three years you're not dropping your business because you're exhausted and you're burned out. This will ensure you have a business that you love and that loves you right back. Okay. Okay. And now number two is outlining that financial plan. So we talked about how much you need um, in order to maintain your lifestyle. If you know that you need say $4,000 a month and let's say you only want to work, you know, four or five hours a day, okay, then that's going to help you dictate how much you need to charge per session. Also, if you factor in classes that you might be teaching again, that's going to give you price points. So Typically, um, you know, when we say how much should I charge, you can look at what others are charging around you, but you also really need to factor in your time and how much money you want to earn. So, um, yeah, the other thing to make sure is you don't undervalue your gifts. So if you um, undercut yourself and and you charge a price that's extremely low, you're going to attract clients that don't value your services as well because again, our clients typically are a reflection of the shifts and imbalances that we have. So if you're ever struggling with a client, that's a mirror for you to look at self. So with, especially with regard to price, make sure you value your work and you're not charging for time with this work. You're charging for the transformation. So, um, keep that in mind as well, uh, a shorter session. So for example, in Heliosoul, um, I find I can get a session done no problem in 20 to 30 minutes tops. And then sometimes, you know, t- I'll talk with the client or the student, um, before and after, and that'll fill in the, f- the 45 minutes or whatever. But like I said, the, the Heliosol sessions are shorter than my Reiki sessions were yet the transformation is very significant. So you're not paying for time. Um, you're paying for the balancing. So the other thing we needed to look at was your projected monthly expenses. So if, if you are working from home, what is your overhead? If you're renting a space, how much is that going to charge or cost you? I know um, before some clinics would charge a percentage of your sessions. And the benefit of that is as you're starting out, if you don't have very many clients, you don't have to pay them very much. The drawback is once your business is rolling and thriving, you will be paying a significantly higher amount than you would if you were just paying a flat fee. So you have to weigh out the the pros and cons of that. But the other thing to keep in mind is you really want to keep track of the details. So, um, if you have a website, what's the subscription for that? Um, What are the add ons? So, um, is there email marketing added onto that? Um, You know, social media platforms like schedulers, like every single thing that you're spending each month on your business, you need to track. Okay. Uh, Insurance, utilities, supplies, And then that gives you an idea again of how much you need to be earning each month for expenses and then how much to maintain your lifestyle. So then once you've, uh, have an idea of, you know, what others are charging in your area, how much time you want to work, what your overhead is, how much money you need to live, then you're going to have to map out how many clients you need to see each month. Okay. And see, and if you're, if you find, uh oh, I have to work 14 hours a day in order to earn the amount that I want, you need to either raise your fees or bring in some additional income streams. Okay. So having this financial snapshot is going to prevent you from undercharging and it's going to give you that goal and benchmark for success. And just remember that you don't have to sacrifice abundance in order to share your healing gifts. You just have to structure your business model to support your needs. Hello, beautiful souls. Before we dive deeper into today's enlightening episode, I wanted to share something truly transformative with you. Have you ever felt called to tap into the incredible power of energy healing? Do you dream of becoming a certified energy practitioner and guiding others towards healing and wholeness? If so, I have some exciting news for you. I'd like to introduce you to the Heliosoul Practitioner Program. It's a comprehensive and life-changing course designed to unleash your full potential as an energy healer. In this program, you'll discover the ancient wisdom and cutting-edge techniques that will make you a master of energy healing. You'll watch as your own life transforms as you develop your healing abilities, and become a licensed Heliosoul Practitioner ready to empower others on their own healing journeys. So if you're ready to step into your power, make a real impact on the world and embark on a journey of healing and self-discovery, visit my website at lisapowers.co to learn more about the Heliosoul Practitioner Program. Now let's get back to today's episode. Number three is choose your business name and your branding. And this can be so much fun. Um, You can select your business name some people will choose their own personal name. Um, and as you can see, I've done that. The benefit of that is that people will remember it. They remember you, they'll associate it with your name. And, um, that's, it's so easy. And I find with a lot of practitioners who have a separate business name, people will end up just referring to them by their, their personal name. Anyway, the drawback, of um having your personal name is that it would be much more difficult to sell your business down the road if for example you wanted to do that but the pro also is that you're not pigeonholed to something specific so for example if my business name was Reiki by Lisa well now that a large bulk of my work is Heliosoul Reiki by Lisa does not uh, encompass all that I am doing in my business so again you have to Wanna, you want to think about, okay, do, do I want to be offering um, other services, even products in the future? If so, you know, what kind of business name would help me do that? Um, and then think about how your business name makes you feel, how it would make your potential clients feel. It's all about resonance. And then you want to check, is the domain available? So you can go to something like um, Namecheap or GoDaddy and just type in the business name.com. See if the do- domain's available. If it isn't, or if there's already somebody who's quite, um, established in your field, who's using the same business name, I would try and think of something else because you don't want to be competing against someone who's already so strongly established in your, in your field. Um, and that's another benefit, I guess, of using your personal name is the odds of that are, are lower. And then you can check social media. Is there somebody using your business name already with the same social media handle? And again, you don't want to be competing with those larger accounts. So once you've got your business name, you can think about what your elevator pitch is. And what this is, is it's your response. <laughs> I still kind of cringe when people ask me, so what do you do? I'm like, well, <laughs> so having this down is so helpful. Um, and, it's just a really short explanation about what you do. And so typically when it's online, it's I help blank, do blank with blank, right? So I help light workers um, shift imbalances, right? So that they can elevate their awareness through energy healing. I just, that's just off the top of my head, but so I help blank, do blank, so that they can blank, or I help blank do blank through blank. Um, and then in person, you just want to keep it really short and relate it to, to the person. So you can say, well, you know how sometimes you have something wrong in your body, and um, you're not really sure what it is, and you've been to the doctor, and they haven't picked up on what it is. And then they'll say, oh, I know, right? Because who hasn't had that happen? And you can say, well, my work helps to work um, at the root cause of imbalances so that you can catch them early and um, work at the, again, the the deep um, root cause at the energetic level so you can clear them before they escalate or before they manifest on a physical level. And they say, Oh, that's interesting. And then if they're intrigued, they're going to ask you more and you share. And then if their eyes glaze over, you know, that's not the person for you and you change the subject. <laughs> so You want to have that uh, little quick, quick um, snapshot of what you do, just memorized and in your heart, so that when people ask you what you do, you can say it with confidence. Then um, you're going to be designing your logo, probably a website, marketing materials, and you want to choose colors and fonts um, and even images. Images are so important that resonate with the energy of your business and how you want your clients to feel. And so as you're looking at things, Uh, Just ask yourself, you know, if I had three words to describe my business or my values or my business's values, what are those three words? Is it freedom? Is it grace? Is it love? And then you can use, say something like Pinterest and check out um, mood boards and, and see colors and images and things that resonate with those values and build your cohesive brand that way. And that's so much fun. One thing I will say though, is this part can hang you up and don't let it stop you from doing your work because this is just an extraneous thing. Um, You wanna keep sharing your gifts and doing your sessions even as you're building out this part of your business. So don't hold back from starting your business if you don't have this in place yet. Um, You also want to obtain necessary licenses and insurance. This is important. You want to do this before you're charging for your sessions. Um, The only thing is that's tricky is it depends on where you live. So um, I get a lot of emails with uh, students asking, well, what license do I need? I live in blank. And every single, even uh, sometimes municipality is different. So you want to search, um, you know, business license in your city you can Google that how to get a business license in blank. Um, and then, um, you can search by modality. So, um, uh, that will also differ. So some States have Reiki regulated, some States don't. Um, Heliosol is a little nice because it's still uh, really fresh and there's no tissue manipulation or anything. So, um, we're, we're, like an energy healing modality, which is kind of not grouped into anywhere yet, which is nice. Um, but you need your business license. And then from there you want to get uh, practice insurance. And what the practice insurance does is it protects you from, um, uh, issues with clients. Um, and you know, it can even be like, let's say you have a clinic in your home, if they fall on the stairs or something, you have your, um, your insurance there for your dwelling, um, on a business level, a commercial level to, to provide you with support that way. So you want to have your business license, you want to have your insurance, um, and then uh, any certifications that you need to practice what you do. So for example, in Reiki, it's a master, um, certification, Heliosoul, you receive a license as a Heliosoul practitioner, um, you know, yoga teacher training has so many hours that are required in order to get that certification. Um, if you're a counselor, you require that, that professional certification through a uh, regulating body. If you're an esthetician, for example, you have the license to do certain, um, therapies, et cetera. So you want to have all of that in place, uh, just to keep, keep your business solid. Okay. So you've got all that going. Now you're going to make sure your treatment space is a comfy and cozy place for you and your clients. And so even if you're working virtually, you want to make sure that where you're treating your clients is a high energy space for you. Okay. Um, and it's not going to be, you know, on the kitchen table, part-time, ideally, you really want a dedicated space, uh, whether it's in person or virtually, where uh, as soon as a client enters, they can feel they've, they've entered a a healing area. Okay. So uh, you want to try and keep those spaces free of clutter. You want to keep them really clean. Ideally, um, not too much noise coming from the outside in that area, um, but also that you have everything you need to perform a session there in handy. Uh, so, um, yeah, you're not having to lug out a massage table every time a, uh, session starts because those kind of obstacles energetically prevent us from, from just welcoming everyone in because we they've, we've got that extra work built in. So just have it no fuss, no must. You walk in and it's ready. It's ready to go. Ideally, Now, um, if you're working virtually, which you can do with Heliosoul, you wanna make sure your backdrop is professional looking. Um, Maybe, you know, it's private for sessions so people aren't running around in the background. Um, The client feels that they have a level of privacy with you. And then also that your internet connection's strong so that things aren't cutting mid uh, session. That's not fun. Um, And, Yeah. The one thing I would say is, is, as you're building out, the one thing that I did that made the hugest difference for me was I was in my treatment space during my working hours. So for example, if I set my, my clients, um, treatments on Mondays, for example, from, let's say 10 AM to 2 PM, I would sit in my treatment room, whether I had a client or not. And if I didn't have a client, then I was studying, I was studying my modality, or um, just, just performing sessions on self, right, or performing sessions on my business. And I found right away that helped. It it definitely cleared the space. It also uh, built up the energy of my business, and then all those slots were filled. So spend time in your treatment space, whether you have clients or not. And then you can start sharing with your friends and family. So, they're great to get started. I know they can be our toughest critics. Um, that's just normal. <laughs> uh, you know, um, my my mom never ever ever let me work on her, <laughs> and uh, gosh, that was uh, I don't know twenty five years, and she never let me work on her, but everybody else did. So, um, you can, you can. Uh, just ask, you know, can say, hey, you know, I'm starting a new business. It's non-invasive. It's very relaxing. Chances are you're going to fall asleep. But what it does is it works with the root cause of imbalances in the body. And it can work at a physical level, um, an emotional level, mental and energetic. Would you do me a huge favor and um, come in for a session? It's It'll take about 45 minutes. And the only thing I ask is that if it's helpful for you, that you provide a testimonial for me right? And uh, so that's one way to get started. And you build up those testimonials and then you'll find that down the road, uh, those friends and family will be referring you out to others and it'll start to give you the confidence you need as you're doing your session. So start there. Um, and then when you're ready uh, to move from a testimonial, you can maybe charge them a discounted fee. Um, and then, um, eventually up to full price. But don't give your sessions away for free because again, if you undervalue what you do, others will do the same. So at least in exchange for a testimonial um, or a discounted rate, you can do that. And then once you're ready, you're going to move out of your comfy inner circle and you're going to go out to, uh, you know, the public, the general public. And so... There are so many ways you can promote yourself. Um, you can speak at local events, you can go to conventions or expos. It was funny because I used to do expos and what I loved was I would just speak with the other vendors. And I found that the best clients were actually the other vendors rather than the, um, people walking through. And there were some people, um, that ended up becoming clients and referring others. But like I said, for the most part, it was other vendors, which was nice. It was nice to make those connections, Um, networking with other wellness professionals to cross promote. So, um, I love Heliosoul because, um, at the end of every session, uh, we can also be led to if there's other modalities that would benefit the client. And so having a roster of other practitioners that you trust, um, And that can be helpful is nice because you know if chiropractic comes up you can refer out to uh, your kind of you know your friendly local chiropractor and then hopefully they're doing the same and referring their clients who would benefit from your services back to you so you can also run ads on social media uh, or online i would save that for later unless you're extremely skilled in online advertising already You can lose money um, on that if you're not really careful. So you want to also make sure you have your uh, online message really clear before you do any online advertising. But once you've got a clear message and you've got extra income coming in each month that you can just put to to ads, definitely it's a viable option. People still do flyers um, or freebies in your community. So, you know, your local grocery store, if they have a cork board Um, some of the, um, alternative wellness stores or bookstores, they still really love to help local practitioners. So some will have, um, you know, a pamphlet area or a box with all the flyers of all the practitioners that you can leave your stuff. There's also online directories that you can uh, put yourself in. They used to be, there used to be a lot of free ones. So you can see if there's any of those around. You can also offer free talks or lunch and learns, um, where you're going to like a a group of people and sharing what your work is. Okay. Maybe you're leading them through a meditation and then inviting them to come to for a session or, or inviting them to a workshop. Um, you can be, like I said, leading those meditations or demonstrations. Um, you can, if you like to write guest blog on uh complimentary brands, so maybe you're going to uh, a yoga blog, um, for a yoga studio that's in your area and providing, you know, a snippet of energetic wellness for them. And then that leads their members to your work. Um, We talked about the expos, the health fairs, street markets, all those, um, or partnering with local businesses. So maybe they would let you have a table, for example, at um, their bookstore for a day where you're just talking about your gifts your modalities, what you offer. Okay, um, so really honestly for sharing, the sky's the limit. And the one thing I would say is that before you begin to share your business, make sure energetically you're aligned. And so you need to be feeling that what you offer is valuable and you need to be really confident in your services so that when you do share, the energy and the resonance of that sharing is strong if you have doubts, um, about yourself or your business, or if, is this going to work? That's going to come through in, in the way you share. And then again, it'll be reflected back in a lack of clients. So if you're not where you want to be and you're doing all the things you should be doing, you need to go back to getting self treatment. So self treatment is huge. Um, work with a practitioner to get balanced, And, um, I love with the Heliosoul work that we have calls twice a month because we have, I'm doing sessions on a participant and then we all work on each other. And so that guarantees that practitioners are getting a minimum of two sessions uh, a month, um, which helps keep them and their business strong. So if you're not, Uh, in that space where you have that support or that circle, um, do your best, do your sessions on yourself. See if you can find um, some people local in your area that do what you do and and swap, swap with them at least once a month, uh, just to make sure you're aligned and then your business is aligned. Okay. And just know that the right people will find their way to you. Okay. The people that need you most will find their way to you. So following these seven steps are going to transform your passion for healing into a purpose driven business. So just take it step by step. And, and again, follow that mission, help others be clear on your vision, because the world needs conscious entrepreneurs like you, who are courageous enough to offer their gifts and evolved enough to receive uh, a monetary compensation for them. So you do have so much value to offer those who need support, empowerment and healing and trust in divine timing, because the right opportunities are going to appear if you lay the groundwork with your own, like I said, resonance um, combined with the the action steps and the planning. So build it and they will come and stay aligned with your vision and your higher purpose. Just remember that the potential for your healing work is limitless, especially when it's done with integrity. You're going to magnetize clients by living your soul's purpose. So believe in yourself and take inspired action. Your gifts are needed and now is the time to share them. Thank you so much for joining me on this enlightening exploration today on the spirit of healing. I hope you found inspiration and valuable insights that you can carry with you on your own path to well-being. Now, I love hearing from listeners, so if you have questions, thoughts, or topics you'd like me to explore in future episodes, please reach out to me through my website at lisapowers.co. Your feedback is invaluable in shaping the content I bring to you. And speaking of shaping your journey, if you're ready to take the next step in your path to holistic wellness, don't forget to check out the Heliosoul Practitioner Program. It's an incredible opportunity to become a licensed energy practitioner and make a real impact in the world of healing. Before I say goodbye, I want to express my heartfelt gratitude to you for being a part of our podcast community. Your support and your presence mean the world to me. So until next time, continue to nurture your mind, your body, and your spirit. And remember that healing is a journey and you are on the right path. So stay tuned for more enlightening episodes of The Spirit of Healing. And until then, take care of yourself and keep shining your beautiful light.